Thanks for listening. This is Momentum, the entrepreneurship podcast for photographers. I'm your host, Nate Grahek, portrait photographer and entrepreneur. Join me each week as I interview the most successful and inspiring photographers in our industry. We bring you innovative and proven business strategies you can use to shift the momentum in your own photography business, giving you the freedom to do more of what you love in business and in life. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a really special episode. My buddy, my new buddy, I just recently met him and we've just hit it off tremendously Uh, There's so much I want to share. Sean Gordon, the photographer and founder of Kiss Books. Uh, You're based out of Indianapolis, right, Sean? That's correct. I've been here for seven years now. Awesome. Does amazing work giving back to our industry. I had to have him on the show. Today, we're going to talk about um, the, the view he has. Like me, he gets this amazing kind of bird's eye view of the industry, the health of the industry, what marketing tactics are working, what photographers are doing really well, which ones aren't. And we're going to break down, like always, tactics you can take away and start implementing in your business. Um, first, of course, we're going to talk about three simple tips that he's seeing the top photographers use to continuously sell more albums. So if you already are, or you're considering selling more albums in your business, you're going to want to listen to these really awesome tips. Then we're going to dig into um, building relationships with clients. I think this, as many of you are familiar with KISS in their industry, they are the standard for how they've set delivering amazing quality and amazing customer service. Um, And it comes from, no surprise, I I believe Sean's experience as a photographer, um, knowing what it's like to be in the trenches, to be doing the work and building relationships with his clients. And he's going to share with us some of the tactics he did himself and he sees other photographers doing to to really build uh, impactful, authentic relationships with their clients, how that benefits you on the shoot, and it benefits you in your marketing, of course. Sean, welcome to the show, man. Thanks so much, Nate. Yeah, that's quite the intro. I'm excited, <laughs> I'm excited to be on today. Yeah, this is uh, this is good stuff. I I love talking about um, just creative entrepreneurs where they're at, and ultimately the relationships that they're in, the people that they're serving. I uh, was a photographer for 15 years, shot around 500 weddings, and it was it was such a fun season of life. But I learned so much about people, about the creative entrepreneur life, and um, I'm continuing to just study that through our clients and what works, what doesn't work with, with creating a product or building a product that the photographer can tell their story through with, with a book. Right on. It's so great. I love that term creative entrepreneur. I think it speaks so well to what, where, what the season that's growing right now, there's just such a demand for, uh, for, for being able to create a, a business, a life that you, that's fulfilling, right? That allows you to express yourself creatively and do it in a way that's meaningful for your clients. Uh, and it can look a thousand ways. I think that what what's changing, I see, with this will be a weird tangent, but I think it's worth talking about is when I was first getting into the industry, it just, I always felt like there's these buckets, these like categories that you had to belong into. Like, oh, I'm in-person sales or I'm a studio or I'm this, or I do digitals or I do that. And it's just all of those boundaries, all of those categories are just gradually melting away. 
And the reality is that we all get to, to define and invent the business that you want. There's a, I was listening to a podcast where they call it job crafting, where we all do it. Um, whether any job you're in, you're always crafting how you do your job, whether you work for somebody or not. But it's especially pre- prevalent and, and I think exciting for the creative entrepreneur because using tools, using tactics uh, and, and technology, we get to really create from scratch the business that you want to be in. Using these awesome uh, companies, I, I think as solo entrepreneurs, you've got to build your own kind of pseudo team working with companies like Kiss, like Sticky to help you supplement the different things that you do in your business and deliver an awesome service along the way. Yeah. Awesome. So let's go back. Um, actually, I want to save that. I want to save your the relationship stuff. We'll go there in a second. Let's start with really tact- tactical stuff. You, Like I said, you get this really great uh, access to the data, <laughs> to what's working, who's selling albums, and the tactics they are using to sell more albums. Yeah. So it is wonderful being able to see kind of like um, who's selling a lot of books, who is struggling with that, who is like in our designer and the software that we've used, whether they're dabbling with it or only doing a few designs a year, or if they're doing, you know, 15 or 20 designs a year and, and just downloading them, they could be, you know, our designer is free. They could um, be going to another book company, but it's a lot of data that we get to see. And it is, I'm not a huge numbers guy, but I do like, I enjoy looking at the statistics and then studying those and like why, you know, I reach out and I, I just yeah. ask the person like, Hey, do you have time to, to chat for a bit? I want to talk about how you're selling, you know, X amount of books, what's right. working for you. And so proof, the proof think, is in the pudding, man. I think there's absolutely. so many, there's so many marketing tactics out there that like, I think that's one of the things that photographers struggle with is it's, there's this gap, right? Where so many marketing strategies or tactics um, there's this delay where you start working on it and, but you don't see any results for 30 days or maybe even two months. And it, you have to, unless you know that it's a proven tactic, there's always this like second guessing, like, God, do I have to keep doing this? Do I have to keep do- I'm not sure if this is going to pay off yet. And then so often people give up, but when you start with, by taking the guesswork out by going, okay, these are tactics that so-and-so is the proof is in the data, right? People are actually, they're selling albums using these tactics. I think that's a great place to start. Yeah. And I think the common denominator, um, there there are some things that some people are doing and they're like maybe the only people doing this or something like that. But the the few things that that I'll share are things that like, every person that I reach out to that's selling a lot of books, that's what they're doing. And so- yeah when you hear this, there, there will be your version of this, but we know that it works. And, and mm-hmm. one of the things that works in our industry and we've seen it in other industries is people buy what you show them. And you, and I think first and foremost, I've recently been interviewing about six studios um, and they, they've just reached out like, Hey, can you coach me through this? I'm shooting 25 weddings and I'm only selling a handful of books. What will it take? And it's been really fun seeing them. They get excited because the first thing is to believe that, the book matters. And, you know, I do own a book company, but I started it because as a photographer, it was an area that I was struggling with. I was shooting over 60 weddings, some seasons, and the book was like 
just such a nightmare to, to get to. And so my wife, I was shooting for other studios. Um, I shot for three studios for a few seasons and one of them being mine. But my wife would ask me like, is this your wedding or is this one of their weddings? Because she knew if it was my wedding, I was going to instantly go in and have to deal with all of the aftermath workflow, you know, editing, design, album, the back and forth with album and, and all that stuff. But when it was for another studio, it was like I shot the wedding. I just delivered the digital images to them and I was done. I didn't have to do anything. So she knew like, oh, I, I get my husband for, through this week where, I mean, do the math. If I was shooting 60 weddings a year, I was gone every weekend. And so right. what um, I'll get back to the, to the um, tactics though. It's like what everyone's doing is showing their product over and over again. So all these studios that I'm interviewing that are doing well, that are like selling lots of books, um, it's kind of one-to-one or better, meaning they shoot 20 weddings, they shoot 20 or they sell 20 or more albums. Um, they are showing their, their books. They show them in person, but some of them aren't booking in person. Um, most of them are, but the ones that aren't are still showing it through their social media. They're regularly showing a photo of the book and, what we've kind of broken it down to is we're a photographer. It's three parts. We're a photographer that creates an experience. And so many times in our industry, that's where it stops because that's what the client can quote unquote afford is a photographer that creates an experience, but a photographer that creates an experience that the images, the story is told through an album or through a book. That is, that is the whole thing to us and to these photographers that are selling, you know, one-to-one or better books. That's what they do. They're like, yeah, I'm a photographer. My camera's a tool. I love the creative side of things and this experience that we create together. That's what I'm going to document, but that story is not told until it is in this book. And they show that either in, in their initial consultation, uh, but regularly they're showing it um, on social media. So there's a photo of a book a lot of times, and that's on their main Instagram or Facebook page. And it just says like, Hey, I love to, you know, this is so-and-so's album. I love delivering this story. And then there's a lot of these clients are doing uh, a session where like the clients either show up to their studio or they go to them and they deliver their book for the first time and they sit there and and basically just have like a time together looking through their book for the first time. And then they'll shoot a little story. They'll post that on Instagram as well. Like, Hey, this is so-and-so's wedding. This is them looking and seeing their book for the first time. They laugh, they cry. It is like that experience. And I just got the chills because I did this regularly. I, I did these meetings afterwards. I call them unveiled. I would invite a couple uh, their bridal party and the parents on both sides to this meeting. And they would come in once everybody got there. I had music going. We had like wine and cheese or some type of a little appetizer. And um, I had music going, slideshow of their images. A lot of times I'd have artwork up on the wall of their wedding. And then they would all sit down, you know, on the couch. The couple would put it in their lap and they'd start to flip through it. And everybody would huddle around them. And I'm like, it just nail in the coffin. That is why I do what I do right there. Cause they're re they're going back to a moment that we, we were all a part of and I documented it and now they get to relive that story over and over again. And so, so cool. um, sh- showing that often, um, yeah, there's now so many have so, like, that I want to, I want to pull apart there. So the one, I want to set some context for a second is the other perspective I've seen, and I know you see too, is one of the big differences between photographers that are thriving and the ones that are struggling are the ones that are 
that have A, figured out their marketing and they're booking consistent clients. And then they're B, they're selling albums. I think that there's that there's been this issue like early days, you said it was it was a beast. It was so hard and it took so much time and hassle to design and print and deliver and all of this stuff was really hard. Well, of course that's easier now. You, there's ways to do this without without throwing away your weekend just to design an album. Um, you, whether you outsource it or use your design tools, there's there's so many that, that that's no longer an excuse, right? Yeah. To, I mean, I was building to, in Photoshop, which is not even the right tool to be building it. The right. people that I was jealous of were using InDesign, which is more what it was designed for. But I was using Photoshop. And then I saved templates and I had my little workflow, but it took me forever. And then the system, I had to put it in an email and explain kind of like how to get changes and it was, it was, a, it was a system, but it was rough. The back and forth was like hard to track. And then I had, you know, probably 40 of my own clients pretty regularly. And so the back and forth of that was like, I don't even know where this particular one is. So I'd have to go back through the paper trail. Now there are systems out there. There's smart albums and fundy and our kiss designer where we can go back and forth. It tracks everything for us. Yeah. I mean, it is a lot simpler to do that and track it. Now the systems are, yeah. are wonderful. So to recap, so number one, why albums just in your own, it just, it's a path to creating a sustainable business, frankly, totally uh, yep. for, for yourself. And so that's the benefit for you. But the other is the benefit to your client is I sincerely believe that so many people, we all know this, but it's our duty as photographers because we just the same way that Sean and I have a, um, a bird's eye view of, of photographers, the photography industry. So photographers, you have a bird's eye view of of your niche of weddings. You've been to more weddings than any of your clients have been to, right? So it's your duty to help educate and to show them, like, look, every a lot of people think that they're going to take the time to design their own album and print it. And time and time again, we always hear stories of they, people never get to it. They get stuck. They don't realize how hard it is. The quality of the books they get online are terrible. And on and on and on it goes, right? So yeah. the, by Yeah, there's a scary a, statistic with that. The, there's been studies and this was, this was back when digital was kind of like, you know, 2007, 2008, but Kodak Eastman is a, um, like a study, um, group. And they said 80% of books that got started in the consumer world did not get finished. So wow. out of a hundred books, makes, 80 of them that surprised. got started in design. It's, it's, oh, it's, it's scary. You know, I'm doing it myself like for my own personal. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. You've got to make it part of the process. Okay. So that's the context. Now when you're once for those of you that are like, don't need to be sold anymore on why albums. Um, now you're like, I want to do them. I just need to find ways to sell them more. So to recap that it's showing People will buy what you sell. So using our, we've got an awesome template now in the Sticky Folio Builder. It's an online pricing guide where you show imagery and videos of the products you sell. Ideally albums and of course other things, frames, whatever you want to sell. Um, but my favorite one I want to come back to that I think so many people are missing out on is recording that reveal. It When you describe it, it reminds me of the hey, explosion yeah. of reality TV. Like what is the most important five minutes of any uh, reality TV show? It's the reveal, whether it's a cooking show or a home design or a renovate, like whatever they are, it's the, it's the reveal. And we talked about the importance of, of recording the video. What, how are people setting that up? Are they like, are they setting their camera gear up? Or are they just recording it on their phones? What are they doing? 
yeah, it's just on the phone. I mean, ultimately we want to capture like authentic um, emotions and through our camera, we can do that because we invest in the relationship. They trust us. We hopefully get them to a place where they're looking at each other the way that they would look at each other without us in the room. That takes a lot to get to that moment mm-hmm. to that point. Um, with these types of things, when you're just, you know, I, you did just pull out your phone and as they're yeah. looking through their book, you just capture a little something. They don't even know you're doing it, you know, ultimately. Um, and yeah. you, you know, of course get their approval on all that type of stuff, but it's just yeah. like, it's unintrusive and it's, the phones are great nowadays for that type of stuff. And you're putting it on Instagram on the stories, you know, it's not yeah. the quality doesn't have to be through the roof, but these phones are more, more and more impressive. Right. And I would argue that those, yeah, of course it's, it's worth its weighted gold. Like that asset is something that so many photographers are missing because they're afraid to like mess up the moment or they're afraid to like whatever, like, but you can do it so unobtrusively. You can, you can of course get permission. Uh, and then I would say embedding those videos on your website, in your, Mm -hmm. on your product pages, on your investment guides, wherever it is, because that when you start showing those things, that's, you're going to attract customers who want to invest in that, right? That's right. Yeah. Whether they, whether they, they are conscious of it or not, when they see somebody have an experience, my biggest quote I love to repeat is we got to stop being surprised and angry when our clients are just asking us for digitals, when that's all you're showing in your marketing, right? Yeah, if you right. want to attract more, you've got to show more and show the things you want to sell more of. And it's not just the product, you're selling the experience of getting a product and looking through it all. Like all of that emotion is just worth its weight in gold. Okay, um, video, I can go on and on about that forever. What else? Are there other, um, other tactics, other t- cool tricks you're seeing photographers do? Yeah, this will, I'm going to touch base on what we just talked about and it'll flow into kind of like another thing that, that I used to do, but I think, um, giving them reasons to share more about you, you know, they, uh, when I invited the whole wedding party, it's likely that someone in the room was engaged or, or they're that they're all that age where they know somebody that's engaged. And so a lot of times we know each other's schedule and things like that because of social media. And it was like, I just went, you know, I was in my friend's wedding, but then I went back to the photographer studio or we met at Starbucks or they came to my friend's house and we looked at their book for the first time. It was the coolest thing. And there, you know, it gives them reason to talk about, um, that experience that we're talking about. And ultimately that is part of the experience that you're creating for them. So when, whenever I would get the phone call, like I was in so-and-so's wedding, it was like, okay, like, where do you want to meet to sign the contract? It was like, (laughs) I didn't have to sell them. They saw me work. They saw me take care of their friends. They clearly already know what they're going to get because they probably follow me on social media now and all those things. They're just ready to go. And you deliver, you know, their version of, of the same experience over and over again. And so after that, meeting, um, I always ordered a little kiss, which is our little four by four book. Whenever I ordered and I I used to use other book companies before I, you know, owned a book company, but um, (laughs) I would order a small version, a copy of it as small as I could get it. And, um, two weeks after that meeting, I would just write a handwritten note like, Hey, thanks so much for taking the time to, to come out. It was really fun to see you again. I wish you the best. Call me if you ever need anything. Um, you know, let's do an anniversary session on your one year or, you know, what, whatever it is. And then I, I said, I wanted to give you this little copy of your book so that you could have it on you always. And yeah. so our little kiss is a four by four. It's a tiny little cute book. They throw it in their purse. Now 
you know, they're whatever, wherever they are, they're getting their haircut, they're at work. You know, they've, a lot of people have already seen it because of Facebook and, you know, the, the software that, that we've created allows them to share it, um, mm-hmm. share the slideshow of their book and stuff, but yep. there's nothing like looking at it um, through a book. And so they could be getting their hair done or uh, just out and about wherever. And they're like, Oh, you know, I, I saw you got married. How's that going? It's like, actually I have a book right here. Um, but it was, I invested in the relationship, you know, one, maybe last time um, by saying like, thank you so much for, for all that you did. And it was really fun being a part of, of your day. Here's, here's just a, a way that I would love to thank you for, for choosing me and you give them that book. And mm-hmm. again, it's just another investment in that experience that they now are a walking commercial for you. They already are. Totally. They can talk you up all over and over again, but it, now they have this book in their purse or, or somewhere close because it's so small. And yeah. that's what I would say in the note, like just, you could throw this in your purse and just have it with you always, you know? So when you're at your next family function or whatever, you you can have it without having to carry around a 10 by 10 or 12 by 12 version of it. So that was, um, that's another way again, you know, it's just, it was kind of wrapping up the experience of their wedding. Um, yeah. but it also kind of set me up for what was next. It, you know, I would say things like, if and when you have kids or um, for your anniversary, let's do another photo shoot. You know, it was a reason for them to hire me for the next thing in their life. So whenever they thought photographer, not just wedding photographer. um, And I know specializing is one of the things that uh, a lot of people do is like, all I do is weddings. I'm like, that's great. I did that for a season, but I also did like families and other type of portraiture so that I could work during the week because I didn't want to always shoot 60 weddings a year. You know, I found that as good for my bottom line, but it was not, I didn't want to shoot 60 weddings forever now that I was having kids and things like that. You know, right. I wanted to do less weddings. Um, you know, I got down to like 20 and then I narrowed it down to more and then I started kiss and things like that. So uh, other things changed, but I still loved capturing those families in those relationships. And so that was setting me up for the next thing. And I would get phone calls getting, regularly. Giving people ex- an, a, a reason to talk. I think that, um, like word of mouth comes from like surprise and delighting your customers. It's a Seth Godin quote. And, yeah. and, and the reality is that when, when you go to a restaurant, if you look at that industry, when, when the meal is just like as expected, just to, like normal, it's not no, noteworthy. We don't go tell people about a time when a restaurant is just normal. We tell, we, we brag or we talk about it to our friends and our network when, of course, when stuff's bad, that's the worst, right? That can be so, so dangerous to our business. But then it's when our expectations are exceeded. So doing these small mm-hmm. things like making a, a tiny kiss, you call it a small kiss or a, so cool. What little kiss. Little kiss. There we go. A little yep. kiss. That's such a great name. Um, yeah. I, I love those small tactics. And I want to go on a riff real quickly. Like as a founder of a tech company, I've, always believed that there's been some people that say that, t- that the web and the internet and all of these online tools are going to replace print. And I, I couldn't be more adamantly opposed to that. I think that mm-hmm. the web and the and mobile, there are supplements to, mm-hmm. to prints and books and albums and those things that are going to be, that technology is going to be with us forever. And what I like mm-hmm. to talk about and give this to photographers is, this idea that as business owners and as marketers, sometimes you've got to figure out what is the broccoli your clients actually need 
And how can you wrap that broccoli in chocolate and give them something that they think they need or they're asking for? They're really urgently like they're desperate for today, but then you're also giving them something they're going to be grateful that you helped them understand and purchase um, in 10 years. And so one of the most popular tactics with sticky albums over the last six years, yes, of course, it's a marketing tool first, but second, it's this awesome upsell opportunity where people come in because they don't know what else to say. They say, Oh, how can I get the digitals? Or I I want pictures on my phone. Okay. Yeah. Well, we don't, some people, whether you do digitals or not, doesn't matter. You can say some version of actually have all of our clients. Um, we give you a, uh, a custom mobile app of all of the pictures that you put in your album where you can get it. You can get the digitals for like X, like some huge price, right? Or when you buy a, a print album, then you get your custom app complimentary. And it says, yeah. oh, of course, yeah, that makes total sense. And, he, and then he, it gives you that opportunity to say, you know what? Our clients love working with us because we help design and print an heirloom quality album that's going to last generations. And you, it's, you always want to get that opportunity to say, look, we don't know what digitals are going to be on in 10 years. Like Mm -hmm. it it was DVDs. Those are gone. It was USB drives. Those are gone. Like who knows what kind of phone you're going to (laughs) have in 10 years. So it's yes, I can help you get something that's going to be amazing to share today, but I'm also going to help you get something that you're going to cherish and your family's going to cherish for generations. Yeah, that's that's just a win-win. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of the ways um, that I did it for so long. And a lot of these uh, top clients of kiss that are selling lots of books, that's how they're doing it ultimately is like they say, you know, the images are not included, the downloadable digital. um, But the one, the one, this is like a sentence that has to go in like from the main consultation all the way through, you'll kind of touch base and set their expectation through the whole experience is like the one area that most of my clients spend extra money is in the album. So I'm a photographer that creates an experience that it is not complete until you have the story printed in this book. And so sure for, I'm a $2,500 photographer. I'm a $5,000 photographer. There's an album credit in there, no matter what that gets them what we call a highlight reel book. So it's typically like a 20 page book. It's kind of like the entry level, but the one area that most of my clients spend extra money is making that the full length story. So whether they build that out from the get go or they add it afterwards, Um, that's up to them. And what I'm going to show you again, this is another sentence that has to happen. I will, even if just the highlight reel, the highlight book that is in your package is, is all that you have. I'm going to show you kind of how I saw the day, the story that I want to tell in its full length. We can narrow it down, uh, where need to, but I really want to show you that. So that's what I'm going to show you first and foremost, and then we'll go back and forth with our rounds of changes and stuff like that. Yeah. So even if it was 20 page, 10 spread book, I would show them 30 or 40 spreads of their full day. And, you know, it got to the point where that was the first thing that I showed them. I did not show them any other images. There was like a highlight for Facebook or for a blog post or something like that. There was a few photos that they had already seen, 
but the very first thing that they see is their design book. I would take the top, you know, 80 to 120 images, design a book, and they're literally on the beach in Maui on their honeymoon, and I have their book designed a few days after their wedding. That's what I did. I called for the book, I designed the book, and and, and I sent it to them with the software that we have now. Right. So much easier to do that. And then I would send them that and it's a, it's what we consider at kiss like a locked version, meaning they, they don't see pricing or anything. I just say, just live with this, enjoy it. You know, this is how I saw the story. We will go through, like when you get back, we'll, we'll talk through like how we can get the changes done that you want. But I really wanted to get this to you first and foremost. This will buy me some time to get the rest of the images edited. And, um, and then once I have those done, I'll unlock it so we can swap out photos where needed. And so, I mean, but literally nine out of 10 uh, clients spent thousands of dollars more on the book, just building it out. And that's, yeah. I mean, so much of that is being left on the table oh, when you're just, just those lines are worth like that. Those are the, the, that's the highlight reel of this podcast, dude. Those are those, that, that copy that, that way you say that is so great. So number one is all of my, all my yeah. included in all my, all my customers get albums. They get a highlight yeah. album, but where yeah. most of my cus clients invest more is by getting the full story album. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's so great. And some people have the budget up front. So a lot of the clients that I'm interviewing now, like kiss photographers, um, they're like, you know, they have a budget up front. So I really try and build it out up front. So I, I say, yeah, this package is $4,500 and it includes a 20 page book. But if you want to go ahead and add what a lot of my clients already add, let's go ahead and do that. You know, like if you want to add another thousand dollars, and that, you know, equals, you know, 10 extra spreads that gets you a lot closer to that full length book. So some people do it that way, or some people do it on the tail end. And they say like, the first thing you're going to see is a design of your album. Um, and if you, if we can get this wrapped up in the, in the next 30 days, I'm going to give you a little discount on all those extra spreads. So there's lots of different ways, whatever works for you. Yeah. Um, like let's implement that. So many photographers that reach out that want more education on albums. Their main thing is like, I'm not a salesperson. Right. And I'm like, I under, I understand that. But when I go to a car dealership, it's because I need a car. When somebody comes to you, to photograph their wedding, what is it that you provide? What what is it? Is it just digital images that they're going to put on Facebook and Instagram, which those standalone, those are wonderful things so that they can share with the world kind of what happened in their day. But like, are, or are you a photographer that is, that creates an experience that delivers that story in a book? I mean, I have, I've said this in multiple interviews and I have, my grandpa's like 90, 94 years old. He has Alzheimer's. And he loves photos though. I mean, it's not, he can remember me some of the time, but he couldn't remember like my daughter when we were there last, but he always has photos in front of him. And he, they, my aunt calls him rain man because he pulls up a photo and uh, an actual print and he, and he pulls it out and he's like, I want to tell you about this. And, and he tells me the whole story detailed. I mean, like all the way down and it's all true. And there's times where he says, Oh, you remember this house? And it's like before I was born. And so that's the Alzheimer's, you know, but he tells me everything about the photo and everything that happened into it. And it's the same thing with my nine year old son. When we have a device out, he wants to, 
play a game or, you know, go to a video or YouTube kids or something like that. But, but when we're flipping through books, we do an annual of our family every year and we'll just pull them out. Sometimes look when he was a baby, he always wants to say like, tell me a story about when I was a baby, when the photos are in front of them. But when a device is in front of us, it's like, there's so many other things. I can check my email. I can check Facebook and Instagram. They're wonderful for certain things, but there's nothing like having a printed product sitting in front of us. You know, it affects all generations so differently having that tangible product in front of us. That's so true. I love it. Okay, let's wrap up. This is so fun. We could go on forever. Let's wrap yeah. up with some some more tips on building relationships and things you you see people do and some of the tricks you did. Um, and so starting with um, why, like it, how it paid off for you, for you and your clients by building that relationship the day of the shoot. And so mm-hmm. I think you, you when we met before, you even told me the story of how you build trust with your clients the day of, which then gets you more access throughout the day. Yeah, that's right. Um, When I shot my own weddings, like I said, I shot for other studios. Um, I always included an engagement session because that was wonderful for the photos, but it also gave me time to invest in the relationship. And that's kind of why KISS exists is, is we say now like to pursue simple. To pursue simple is to create margin in your life so that you can spend time doing what matters most to you. And that's in your business, in your personal life, those types of things. So we're trying to free up time and space, create space and margin in your life so you can invest. When you're, when I invested in my clients, um, I would do an engagement session. I always put, I mean, and I built this out in the package, in the pricing, you know, I would say, um, appetizers the night of the engagement, my time is going to cost me X. So I always built it out. I made sure to grab the bill and they're like, Oh, thanks so much for paying, you know, but we would grab appetizers or drinks or something like that. And then we'd go out and shoot some night shots afterwards. And so on that engagement session, I took time to sit down with them across the table and we'd have a drink and we would have, you know, an appetizer, sometimes even full blown dinner. And we would get to invest in the relationship. And I did that again, so that we can do an engagement book. We can do save the dates. We can do all those things which are, are good for the bottom line for the photographer. But it was also like the, the time that I showed up to those weddings when I walked into the room and the guys were getting ready or she's getting ready with all of her friends around her. None of them have met me, but the bride and groom have. When they are like, oh, it's so good to see you, Sean. And they come up and they give me a hug. I'm instantly a trusted person in the room. I'm not this guy with this massive camera pointing at them and they're all a little bit awkward with. Right. That might still be the case because it's, it's hard when somebody turns a camera on you. But if I'm a trusted friend that they've now, they've seen engagement photos that I've done and things like that, um, they'll, they're willing to do whatever I've invested in the relationship. Now, the other weddings that I shot for the other, um, studios, I didn't always shoot their engagements. Um, and so when I walked in, it was this kind of like, Hey, who's the bride, you know, cause they're all, you know, not, not, not fully dressed yet. And all those types of things. It was like, it was this awkward moment. And now I have to build the trust. It was like an uphill battle for the first you know, 30 minutes to an hour of me trying to like invest, but she's trying to get ready for her wedding. They don't even know who I am. It's like, I don't know who they are. It was so much tougher. And so the, the transaction still happened in those weddings like that, that studio that I worked for still made money on those. But when, when there's more of an investment past the transaction and there's a relationship, that's where trust comes in and that's where loyalty comes in. That's where lots of my referrals came from. You know, of course, when I first started, I was marketing, doing whatever I could with like the knot and those types of things, even bridal shows and things like that. But after a while it was like, I'm already booked for that day. That was something that I had regularly. Um, 
I can only shoot so many weddings, you know, but it was those referrals that just, that came, came in and they were like, so such an easy signature on that contract because I was a trusted person that had already delivered an experience for their friends. So there's so many times that we get to these touch points with our clients that we get to invest in the relationship. And I think that is first and foremost, what matters more than anything. Yeah. What's well said. It's so important. And it's, it's creating, using technology, uh, using automation, using other like uh, outsourcing, whatever it is so that you, and I, I think the other big one is pricing yourself and building your business model, your business plan such that you have room and margin to invest in these relationships. That's right. Uh, Cause it's, it creates a path for a sustainable business that it is fun to do where it feels like it's a fun job to go to. I mean, that's, that's why we're all doing it. Right. If it feels like a grind and you don't have time to do any of these things, um, that's no fun. But when you Mm -hmm. make time to invest and connect with your clients, oh, it creates such a special experience for them. And it's, it's a fun job to go to. Yeah. I mean, when I was shooting 60 weddings a year, I was at similar locations, even regularly. And so that coordinator was referring me and that was the thing. It just like, I had built this monster of referrals, which was wonderful, but I was a one man show. I was the photographer, you know, so I can only do so many, but I was going to do 60 plus weddings forever. Um, just with the referrals that were coming in. And so, but there's so many different people to invest in, in the relationship with the parents and the, and, um, there's so many people at a wedding. It's such a fun day. Um, I love, I loved being a part of, of these, like, I mean, there's so many emotions rolling through that day Uh that it was just, it was so fun to be a part of those days. Right on. Sean, thank you so much for spending time with us today. This has been a blast. I knew it would be. We've packed a lot of really good resale tips in there. Um, you've got a pretty amazing gift to our, our listeners. Thanks everybody for hanging out and listening. Um, if you look in the link in the show notes, we've got a special gift from, from Sean to go take a look at. There's a bunch of cool new things coming. Um, we'll add links to those and maybe some imagery, some cool new surprises um, along the way. But Sean, what are you, what are you able to, to toss off to the, the sticky listeners? Yeah, so it was my pleasure to be on here. It's really fun. I, I've already loved this relationship and a lot of uh, similar thinking and serving this industry is such an honor. Um, but for, for you guys that are listening, for the photographers that are listening, if um, we wanted to give you $150 off of a $250 sample order. Wow. So um, it, the, the code that you'll use, and it'll be good for the next seven days, um, is sticky kiss. So when you, you go and design a sample album, um, you just, when you check out, type in sticky kiss and it'll give you $150 off of that order of 250 or more. Wow. That's so generous dude. Thank you so much. If any of you are, are listening, um, after the fact, and it's, it's already been seven days, um, we might have a little, a smaller discount that's last forever, but it's going to be a lot tinier. So make sure yeah. if you're listening now, um, to go use that, that generous $150 credit. It's so awesome. And that's good. Uh, that gives you a chance to design a sample album. How does that work? If, if, if people want to get a sample album, what's the, what's the difference there? How does that work? Yeah, just go to kiss.us. You just open a design and it's, it's on checkout that you pick a sample or an actual client order. And so you Got get it. 25% off of samples all the time. We run sample sales uh, once or twice a year as well, like bigger sample discounts. Got but, it. um, 
25% off of regular price orders. You just pick sample. And then on the back, we stamp um, KISS on the back. Um, yep. So Sweet. that is a sample. It's just an, such a great asset. Like, like we said earlier at the top, you've got to show the number right. one, you show imagery and video of the, of the tangible thing. But as soon as, as possible in the sales process, you want people putting their hands same way Apple does, right? There's a reason yeah. why they want you to touch and feel and interact with, with their products. And that's why yeah. you, you create these sample albums and get a good deal. Yeah. In the way. Yeah. Whenever I had a consultation, I had the 10 spread 20 page album that I would show them because yep. it's somebody else's wedding. You know, they, they don't really want to look through a full story of somebody else's wedding necessarily, but I always had that other one there and I would point to it. I'd refer to it, but we hardly ever opened it up. I wanted to show them what was included in their package. And then I would kind of point to the other, other one, but they want to touch and feel the leather or linen or whatever you're using. They could see the cameo, the name on the cover. They, they get a, a sense of what you're delivering. I'm a photographer yep. that creates this an experience that delivers your story in a printed book. Yep. And um, it just sets it up to where they can't not have it. You know, that is the expectation. They, they see it on the social media, they see it everywhere. And then they see it in that initial consultation. They're like, this is what I get. You know, you ultimately become an album salesperson versus a photographer that creates an experience that just gives them the images. I, th I believe you're taking them to the finish line when you give them that printed product. Yeah. I've got to give a shout out to my, one of my uh, team members here at Sticky. He, Brandon Hunter is a wedding photographer out of the DC area and he's also our lead designer. And he, it's been fun to see his journey as a photographer where uh, initially he was like, I don't have time to make, to design it right. And I'm defined mm -hmm. as just it's like uh, charging for the experience and for the images. Mm -hmm. But I think that the telling moment for him was one of his, he did, uh, he made a, a, a discounted thing for a friend, of course. And then I think she brought her album that she did online. And he was like, that was it. <laughs> that was the last day. He's like, from now on, from those day four, like I put so much energy and passion and heart and sweat into getting the colors right and the edit right to then see a client go printed on a, with a, with a poor, a low quality printer. It just broke yeah. his heart and he's like, that's it. Yeah. I'm just going to do it. And he's since found kiss and just raves. He, when he found out we were going to be talking, he's like, Oh my God, tell Sean that I love kiss. And he's oh, cool. created, I want to show you, um, he's created this awesome online tool that lets people look at the different um, materials and stuff like that. So early in the cycle, um, people are looking and considering albums right from the beginning because now everybody yeah. gets one. Uh, That's I think great. It's a great milestone to cross. Uh, it takes, everybody's got their own journey. There's no judgment wherever you're at as a photographer. But I think that uh, it's going to be pretty exciting when you, as you just, just start falling in love yourself with, with print again mm -hmm. and with the book. It's just a pretty powerful experience. Yeah, that's my favorite is when I hear the photographers or see them post and we're reposting something of theirs and they're like, man, I did, I had a hard time giving this to my client because I love it so much. Like I love the texture and looking <laughs> through it and, totally. and seeing, seeing their story again. It's like it, we do, we fall in love with our clients. We fall in love with what we do. And when you see it printed, I have the chills again. Um, when you see it printed, it is just like a whole nother level. When I look up at artwork on the wall, it is so different. And I just love reliving those, those moments. That's what we do as photographers. We stop time. And it is for us as wedding photographers, it's a relationship between two people and we get to stop this moment. So down the road when marriage isn't 
as easy as we thought it was and we're having issues. Like I would tell my clients this when I was a photographer that I've done my job when down the road five years from now, you're fighting about finances or, or how to raise kids or something like that. And you, you don't even like the other person at this moment, but it's like at that moment, if you can even grasp this one thing, if you can go grab your album pull it out and go to like your first kiss or your first dance and say like, I liked you here and I want to get back to that. Why did we look at each other the way that we looked at each other in this photo? I know it's in there, but right now I'm having a hard time getting there, but they would go back to that moment and then they can flip through the book and you know, who knows, we could be saving marriages doing the things that we're doing, but we stop time and when it's printed and tangible and they can just go grab it off the shelf and look through it. I mean, it, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, mm-hmm. that's what I want to leave you guys with. It's, it's such a gift, what we do as photographers. And when it's printed in a book and they can just go grab it, it is literally these moments that you don't even get to see down the road where they're laughing or crying or just sharing it with friends. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. It so is. Sean, thank you again. I think at the, at the guys at the pre-call, I'm like, okay, dude, what are we going to teach? What do you like teaching about? He's like, well, I own an album company, so I don't want to just talk about albums. I'm like, what do you mean? You make the best albums in the industry. Of course, we're going to talk about albums. He's like, Asupal, I love the passion you have for our industry and for the printed work. It's, just, it's really special to spend some time with you and to see your unique uh, perspective on our industry. So thanks again for spending time with us. You have an awesome day. My pleasure. Yeah, you too.